Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I had to go in and get 24 soluble sulfidine today. And... It's going to be a heavy weekend. <laughs> she looked at me and uh, what was that? I was just like, period. And you know, she was a young one and she was lovely. And she's like, in her eyes, she's just saying, I am so sorry. I have to ask you these goddamn questions because you're somewhere between having a period and getting the menopause. So I'm sure that it's really bad for you right now. I want to give you this alpadine. And when I said 24, she looked at me and she said, gotcha. Okay. I'm also going skiing. I have to bring a ski suit. Do you, do you get that? And I'm so, another I'm thing. I'm absolutely scared for you. Like, I'm what? Why? <laughs> I don't know. Something about you in a ski suit. Just You're embarrassed for me going skiing. No, I just think you in a ski suit. It just sounds so funny. It does, um, as myself and, and the housemate are very much like, it's very much um, Maggie Simpson in the star suit. Exactly. Like, you know? no, no funnier than I would imagine myself in a ski suit. Uh, yeah. I went to Whistler before in Canada. My brother was getting married in Canada to a Canadian oh. woman. Oh. And people are there skiing and snowboarding. And we're the Irish family having a snowball fight. Because yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> we've never yeah. been to a ski resort. You know what I mean? Right? This yeah. is great. Look at the snow. Fabulous. Fabulous. Well, I thought I was going to be real cool. And I was like, I'm going to be prepared this time. And I was getting yeah. a print ski suit because I haven't gone skiing in about seven years so all my yes. ski gear is gone you know it's, it's gone my nephew was going skiing this year and so he took it off and um sure that was that was out and then I think I've got some form of body dysmorphia because the ski suit that I did buy like oh. you could fit 25 of me in there like this meet you and your whole family to tell you subtly you've been going oh god oh god oh my god you're just like I've, I've put on weight i put on weight and I was like well I was like, chill, doll. I was like, it was great. Like, and then I was like, no, I don't need patronizing because I know everyone, it's about feeling comfortable in your own skin and everyone has a shape that suits them. And I'm trying to be just like, no, don't tell her to fuck off and tell her she's a skinny bitch. Don't just try to be like supportive. But you've definitely got something going on. You think like, I don't know, 
you think that you put on a whole lot of weight and I think you really just actually need to have a good long pee. I don't think you get a chance to just sit down and have a good long pee. I think you're having, you know, the water bottle. I think you're having half peas, honest to God. Because you haven't had kids. Your bladder is so strong on your muscles. You're, you're probably having half peas and you're holding it for the rest of the time. Like, oh, we're back on air in two seconds. I think do you still have that ability? I'm sorry. <laughs> or I'm just trickling all day. Just that's a, that's a, that's a sore point, isn't it? The actual Kegel muscle control. Yeah, because you think you have a handle on it and then you go on a night out and you wear a bodysuit and it's like <laughs> fucking panic stations. Do you ever do that? Do you ever wear a night a bodysuit and a night out and you think it's all fun and games and then you're pissed trying to get to the jacks? And just say, <laughs> it's like that song. You remember so Sonic Crew? 21 seconds to, 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 to 21 seconds to, I got 21 seconds to get this fucking thing out before we see that. <laughs> You're mad for the bodysuits, and I don't get it because it always like goes wrong. I don't get how you do that. I love the bodysuits. Like, I, I was, them. it's always like bodysuits. It's like what I see. But does it not, because as you said, with leggings, this was on last week's episode. Yeah. I remember all of your bodily functions and everything to do with your, your ass, because you talk about it so much that it just goes. So what's going on with the bodysuit, Emma? I don't know. It's absolutely fine. And I never get the, I never, sorry, I really do talk about my home so much. <laughs> I've always been like that though, even as a child, I used to come in to the sitting room and I just, I'm like, I won't name names, there's one of my kids that doesn't know. I used to come in and just start waving my arse and everything. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, great. Go to bed, fuck off. Sorry, did you I, just I, say one of your kids does it now? Yeah, yeah. Is it nature or is it nurture? I wonder. <laughs> but uh, no, nothing happens when I wear the bodysuits and I don't get the front wedgie either. I know some people get the front wedgie. <laughs> Why do wedgie. people do this to them? <laughs> I think like the front wedgie, you're kind of like, okay, so you're on the canister seven days a week. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> oh my God. No, sorry, I'm not saying that. I'm just like, when you, uh, an item of clothing shouldn't be able to give you a back wedgie and a front wedgie. It just, yeah. I it, think when you buy, I think when you buy a bodysuit though, I think just on the safe side, there should be a 50% off candleston when you're getting the bodysuit. Do you know what I mean? Just like. You know those magazines that they bring out at Christmas and they're 12 months in the first, the, the first um, issue of the magazine is 50p and then every magazine after it is 24 99 because <laughs> you're getting an extra piece of the plane. So the first bodysuit should come with the free candleston and then after it, you should have to pay the 7 99 Oh, totally, yeah. 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 Do you remember could. those magazines? Oh my god! So I used to work in a news agents, and the magazines—they are—they're just the bane of your man's existence. Like <laughs> he was really—he was really nice, right? But he used to get me chipper sometimes, but he wouldn't let me put salt or vinegar on them. Oh, huh? it, was, it was kind of weird. Yeah, and I remember he gave me—he insisted on giving me a lift home at night. It was all grand, but uh, because it was mm. like a storm. And I, I must have been about 16 and I was going through some sort of hormonal flux and I had my period and it was like a go. I had a big, huge gush and I'd gone through my Levi's 501s 
and he I was trying to I tied the jumper around and it went through the jumper and he gave me a lift home with his sons in the van and I had to try and get in and out of this van without shouting I'm back to talking about my hall again without <laughs> I was getting out of the van like I was in fucking Denton Abbey. I was like, oh, thank you so much. Just let me put over here. Don't look at that hole. Were you not terrified about staining the car? I was, yeah. yeah. It was a short spin up the road, but yeah, I was. It was, you know yourself when you have a high stakes period. There's just like nothing like that to get the adrenaline going. I genuinely think there was definitely a period. <laughs> a time in my life. <laughs> So there was definitely a time in my life where I must have been about um, 15, 16, 17, probably, that I exclusively bought red knickers because we lived in a school that did a lot of pantsing. And because we were girls were allowed, we were we'd always tried to get away with wearing our nails, our own nails, tracksuit bottoms to school with our jumpers because we'd be like, listen, we've got a hockey match and, you know, you try to get away yeah. with it. And my favorite pair of O'Neill's didn't have a tie on them. But you know when you've worn in the O'Neills and they sit perfectly and the elastic is gone and they're not yes. new. It took months to wear in O'Neills. Well, one day I'll never forget it. Kevin O'Connor discovered that my favorite pair of O'Neills didn't have a tie on them. And from that day on, it was like I was running from being pantsed. So I bought red knickers. Just to be on the safe side. The things we have to go through. I know we talked about like, you know, previous trends gone by last week, but misogyny was really on trend back then, wasn't it? It was just so, just everyone was doing it. Even yeah. Even were doing it. <laughs> it really, it was really cool. Yeah, you're dead right. You think back and you're like. I'm... It's kind of vintage now, like it's still in. You know what I mean? It's, I think it's more subtle now, maybe. I don't know. I think it's kind of coming back in the way that it was, much like blazer leather jackets. It's like fashion. It starts with a bang, like with Andrew Tate, where it's like, you know, just rape them. And then it just trickles down to, oh, we'll just bring back run of the mill misogyny. It's fine. I know. Bonkers. Back to my ski pants. Yes. So I ordered them. They arrive. I'm like, okay, this is grand. I put them on. And this is the leopard print ones. This, Yeah, these are the ones that I, these are the ones I'm like, this is me in a ski pant. Fantastic. Love it turns out it looks like I've got elephantitis in my balls and I've worn many a ski pant and I'm like, this is not how this is meant. It was bad. It was bad. No, so. you don't, you don't want, I mean, I, you, you're on our day. There's never been a fashion segment where they go, and there's lots of plenty, just plenty of room in the crotch. There's plenty of room in the crotch. So you can kind of dress it up, dress it down in the crotch. Like, no, you don't need extra material in the crotch, do you? You don't need extra material in the crotch. There is, there is, there is. There's kind of a nice bulging on the crotch, isn't there? Yeah, no, there's a nice bulging there. (laughs) Like. I used to do that. I used to have a pair of jeans, like on my penis pants, because that's what it looked like. Exactly. It looked exactly It looks like like you've, you've got, it's kind of pain, it's penis ski pants, is it? These it's changed now. I I bought. Uh, I'm sending those back, and I at about half an hour ago, my the housemate bought me a pair of bought me a ski suit via WhatsApp video call. I was like, they're fine. Get those. Grant, we're fine. We're fine. I was in town all day trying to find something. Couldn't find anything. He's like, I walked into the shop. They've got some ski suits. I was like, Grant. Um, I was sorry when you said via WhatsApp video. I thought like 
he went into the WhatsApp group. I just, I was just like, what the fuck? Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. And I just, I just, I don't think holidays are worth it. It's, you work too much to try to fit everything in. And then you go, and then I'm having a breakdown because I don't know how the Instagram girls pack. I don't know how they do it. Look, holidays to me, do you know what smell reminds me of holidays? Bleach. Bleach reminds me of holidays because for uh, the four days before I got holidays with my lovely family, I scrubbed my house. Yeah. I love to have the empty house clean. So when I smell domestos on my fingers, I'm like, summer, 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 death. Oh, it's just like, and I, I can't pack. So I'm like, if I'm packing for one kid, I'll be like, right, okay, going away uh, for six days. Okay, he'll need, yeah, he'll need 60 pair of knickers then. Okay, cool, yeah. And then I can't, Shane has to physically prize me away from the bag when I start fucking, fucking jumpers for the kids. And he's like, Emma, <laughs> it's 29 degrees minimum. They don't need a fucking Aaron jumper. I'm like, just in case. I don't know. And he's like, I do. Look, there's the, uh, there's the weather for the week. <laughs> it's so funny sometimes for me, because I know you as a non-mother. Like I've never seen you in yeah. mom mode. Yeah, yeah, and when yeah. and obviously being a mom, it's a big part. I, I it's a big part of your life. Is it like it? There, you know. Yeah, it's the way. It's like yeah. No, no, like, yeah. Like it's you, you see them, you have to do on. stuff. You know, and um, it, like it, it's not all day puking into bum bags. You know, there are kids no. of <laughs> life. Well. Just can't be unfortunately. Can't be dealing with that. So sometimes when you say things that I'm like, that's what my mom did. I'm like, but you're my mate, Emma. And all my friends have kids. It's just that your kids are grown up. Yeah, yeah, I know. They're big. They're, big. they're not like babies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's where that circle sometimes. No, I find it. I, uh, I find it uh, stressful. And then I have to do, there's a period of time beforehand where I have to lick my mother's hole because she takes the dogs. <laughs> So that's pretty fucking time consuming. <laughs> Even though she knows she's going to take the dogs, you both, but you do the same dance every single time. Every time. Yeah, I'll say, do you want to go? I'll say things like, do you want to um, go to Ikea tomorrow? <laughs> like, I, that's not my bag at all. I'll go when I need to get something. Ikea. She'll go, she'll go for like a browse. Does she like the breakfast? No, 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 it's just about, she has all these different names for having a browse. So she call it a mooch, um, a wander, a scan, a, a scan, a quick scan. Oh, like, I have so many memories. Of she can go to Ikea for a quick scan. Yeah. No. And she's not a big, like, she's not a big shopper or she's not like one of these people that's, you know, a shopping addict. She just loves shops. Like, I just remember always being in shops when I was a kid, just sitting under a rail of clothes. So. I couldn't agree more. My mother just loves. She's like, she, what do we just pop over? You're like yes. you think, like, oh, are we gonna, we're gonna go for, gonna go do something. We'll just, we'll just pop to Jetland. We'll just, we'll just pop. We'll just pop. I'm just like, oh, okay, that's the day now. And she only wants to go to like, it's not like she wants to go to the other shops in the shopping center. It's Duns. Yeah. And then we might venture to Pound of Scots, but that's it. Fascinating. Come here. Tell me about your holiday now. What Come here. is the itinerary? Should should we start the podcast? 
Because <laughs> we're not meant to be talking about any of this. We actually have to know what we're meant to be talking about. You got to get packing. Okay. Come on, we'll do a podcast. Let you pack. <laughs> let you pack. <laughs> let you pack them. Ten minute podcast today, guys. Okay. Uh, hello and welcome to. Another thing. <laughs> My name is Maureen O'Connell. I'm Emma Doran. And this is the podcast where we contribute to, but not add value in any way to the conversation. And we have been talking about packing. I'm going on holidays. I'm going, it's a bit of, it's a bit of city. Nice. I'm going to a city. Then I'm going to do a bit of skiing. Then we're traveling to another country to do a bit of skiing. Then we're going back to a city and then we're going home. Okay. So it's- my friend lives there. Okay. Yes. He, he lives there. So it's all very, well, just, it's, it's like going to Ikea. He's like, it's, it, it would take less time to go to Ikea than to go to another country. So I know what you mean. It'll be stress. It, it'll be stressful now, but then when you're on the plane, it'll be all good. All good. Delightful. Yeah. I'm bringing a bit of work. But it's fine. It's fine. I'll get it done real quick. I'll get it done real, real quick. I just don't understand the packing. I don't understand. I just can't. What? How do they do it? How do they? Are they magic? I've watched so many folding videos. So many. And even Shane said to me the other day, now we were folding clothes together. Right? It's not like he was watching me folding clothes, but he was like, if you fold it this way, you'll be able to see what it is. I was just like, fuck you. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I mean, I've been folding like this for 30 odd years. Go fuck yourself. As he's going. He gives me tips about any, anything. That I, you know what I mean? I'm just like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> what a prick. What a prick. What a terrible human being who makes but you I watch, I'm like, I watch, the, I watch folding videos on Instagram. I think I know. I, I just. I like, took the hoods in and do it all. <clears throat> I think it's a skill you have or you don't. And yeah. it's genetically passed down. And I didn't get it. No. You got other and, things. I got, got I got other things. You got a what? You got a bulbous ghee. Bulbous, Very exciting. Yeah. It's really, really, really good. Uh, we are here. Do we do have, actually have something to talk about? I know. We and it's manners. Oh, manners. Yeah. What? Can you remember? I can't. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. Because this timeline is all messed up. Obviously, I'm on holidays. And um, uh, it was, it's manners because have a thing that if you're walking down a road now and if there's two people coming towards you especially if they're in a couple you're going to get clotheslined like that's it those people who are holding hands they are not going single file for you to get past as well you're either dying in traffic or you are getting a clothesline a la The Rock and Hulk Hogan why can't they just break apart? I don't know 30 seconds no, it, it's dangerous because I'd say you're about let me have a look at you there now. I'd say about five or six years away from actually saying it to people. So, excuse me. How am I meant to get very close. See, that's the problem when there's... The, I totally agree, though. The people walking and not giving... Like, when I'm gigging in town, I find it so much. And I'm just like, oh, I'm getting old. But I'm like... People just in groups, couples, and I'm like, I want to get past. I'm in town at night on my own. I have my keys wrapped between my fingers. I've my up, so hopefully people will think I'm a boy. Like, 
And when somebody is nice or when a couple are like, um, you know, move out of the way or whatever, you really appreciate it. It, it makes you so you're like, can we be a throuple? Because I love you now. I, I want to join. I want to join your gang. Um, I'm willing to do it. If Una can, I can. <laughs> oh, Neely on the Saturdays. I was. Um, I, was I love Una. Una. So, I love Una. I love her. I just, oh my God, she's absolutely gorgeous. And like, fabulous. As a person, I mean, do you know? Like, yeah, she really is gorgeous as a person. I'm just thinking of all of the rumours that could have started about Una. It was yeah. the most left field. Like the like they could have said she was an alien and I would have believed that quicker. That's, yeah. That, like oh, they could have said she was going out with Michael Jackson. He's back from the dead. And I'd have been like, okay, I'd have more credulity than, than the yeah. purple. Some woman for one woman. Some second woman. Um, so it, it's just the thing, noticing it, everywhere it's just they won't break apart in footpaths Spanish students I honestly think since the dawn of time Spanish students in any country they were there Moses was coming down from Mount Sinai with the tablets going here's the Ten Commandments there was a bunch of Spanish students down the bottom not getting out of his way drinking one pint between 20 of them in their gourd like that's just what Spanish students do they don't know how to break away from each other so you're always gonna have they're to in, they're entitled can you imagine like if a group <clears throat> of 20 to 30 irish teenagers went to spain for a summer like imagine you back then going to spain which your year for the whole summer yeah it would have broken apart unless it was four o'clock in the morning and you're in the irish the irish center where you're only surrounded by irish people anyway no i would have been like i'm so sorry so sorry, I'm so sorry. Like I'm ter- I'm terrified of not having manners. It scares me. You are, but it's a real Irish thing, isn't it? We yeah. are, I think for the most part, we are terrified of not being polite or being like being rude. Like the whole thing, I think that cracks me up. Like, you know, day-to-day thing. And I, I won't stop doing it is if I get the bus. So you used to get off the bus at the front of the bus and you'd pass the bus driver and you'd say, thanks. Yeah. But now it's a lot of the time it's the double doors that open in the middle of the bus. And I'm like, better acknowledge the bus driver. Yeah. So I'm doing this thing where I'm shouting up to the bus driver. Thanks, Smellian. As I'm getting off. I'm not paying attention. One of these days I'm going to get mailed out with by a fucking cyclist or something jumping out the middle door. Then sometimes I'm like, I don't know if he heard me. And then I'm doing the thing where I'm walking past the bus and looking to make eye contact. Like, as if the bus driver is... Now, I did have... Actually, it was class. <laughs> this was the. This is one of the best things that has ever happened to me out of comedy. I had a bus driver. <laughs> but there was a bus driver who... Uh, recognized me she followed me on Instagram and her, her name was Juanita and it was class and I used to go on the bus and I'm like oh hey Juanita she's like oh hey Emma we'd have a little chat you knew your bus driver oh it was so it was just the best thing ever and then I was like I didn't boom didn't see her and then I saw her again I was like I was trying to be like casual about it I was like oh, seeing you where were you I just think, ah, oh, they like they switch us up, they change the routes and whatever. Like priests, so they don't get too comfortable in a parish, or 
or or I'm touching my nose for people who are listening on audio. This is all audio. What what do we not know about bus drivers? But you know what? I was so I Jesus think- changed that one from Route 15B. Change her, change her now. <laughs> but like, move her to the 304 in Limerick. Move her to the 304. Since in then I've kind of been especially polite to the bus driver because I'm like, mm. not it's not that I've fallen out of love with Juanita, but I'm like, if I if for this to work, I need a few Juanitas. Couldn't agree more. You, know what I mean? you need your Juanita who brings you to the Shelburne. You need your Juanita yeah. who brings you yeah, to the Island yeah. Centre. You need your Juanita when that leap card's just, you know the way sometimes when you try and top it up and it just won't fucking, the card won't work on the thing. And it's panic I, stations. I couldn't agree because I always wanted to have a relationship <laughs> with a bus driver that was like yes. Sandra Bullock in Speed. You know, when she got on in the morning. Sam, 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 wait for me, Sam. I was like, someday I will have a Sandra Bullock, Sam bus driver. Yeah, you see, I'm always trying to get those relationships going because I think that's, to me, that's the height of glamour. And Ella and Shane are just like, oh my God, just I'll go up and ask strangers about their dog. And they're like, he clearly didn't want to speak to you. He was clearly just fucking on his own with his dog. I'm always is- constantly trying to make these glamour mates. This is why we get along. I've just discovered, I'm like, everyone keeps on, like recently we're chatting to people more, myself and Emma, and they're like, what? And how do you start getting on? And obviously we're both just saying drink. And it's that. It's when you go on a walk and you're passing other people and you say, hi. You say hi to everyone. I do that and it drives the housemate insane. He he wants to have me committed at times or put down. I don't know which one, but it's that's why we get along. I think it is. But you can't, those two people can't be in a romantic relationship. It works as a friendship. Yes. But I think as a romantic relationship, maybe they're the couples that don't move out of the way for people. Oh, you and I are going to go for a walk someday. <laughs> and we are going to dislocate our shoulders at the amount of waving at strangers we're going to be doing. The saluting we're going to be doing as we're passing them. It's going to be <laughs> Unreal. One thing I wanted to say about manners, we were saying about chatting about manners <laughs> for a, pod- a, clear- a podcast episode, t- clearly 10 minutes. <laughs> How do you feel about cursing? Because this is something that comes up a good bit for me. Where do you stand on cursing being bad manners or how do you feel about it? All for it. Really like it. I find it. <sighs> but now I'm. <laughs> See, this is the thing. I really like it. Yeah. And I I want to hear Stephen Fry curse all day long. But yes. that's his beautiful way of employing yeah. curse. And then when I do it, every second word is F this, F that. I know, yeah. I think it's because I can't say it in so much of my day-to-day life that it's sort yeah, of... When you get a chance. Yeah. But in saying that, I hate... The only word I hate is the B word, which you yeah. love. Which B? B-I? Yeah. You hate that? I think it's one of the most misogynistic word, words oh, in the world. The way I it's employed. As a term, as a, I nearly use it as a term of endearment. I, I know this bitch please and fiat and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, no, oh, at no, the end not, of the day, I think it is employed by men. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think if I was going, yeah, yeah, bitch. I hate when middle-aged women my age do that because I'm like, I mean, heterosexual women, because I'm like, you're trying to, you're trying to appropriate, go, 
gang culture, yeah. like it's not yours. Yeah. But anyway, now I if I called somebody a mad bitch, it would depend on the tone, but a lot of the time it would be a compliment. Oh, ah. she is a mad bitch. I love and I know it is, but I think yeah. it's been appropriated so badly by men. Okay. Like I yes. do think that the connotations for men, they love when we use it with each other because the yes. way they use it is so aggressive. Like yes. in modern pop culture, that word, like it's, there is no longer, she's a woman. It's, it, it is now the proper noun. And it really, I find it really, <laughs> I hate it. And I get it. I know people are like, you're mad, bitch, mad. That's great. That's gas. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. it makes me, bleh. but that's the only word. I'm fine with like the C word. Yes. Totally fine. And I know for some yeah. people that's anathema. I don't really use I don't really use it that much. It wouldn't be in like my day to day vocabulary. No, but it and it depends who's saying it. But see, sometimes I would get in trouble for cursing or certain like things I put up online. People have said, "Is there a need for the language and whatever?" And I'm like, "Yeah, there is." But that's the way I speak, like with my mom and dad. With like, I don't have a filter like I know when I can't curse but when I'm at my most comfortable I'm cursing and I was like I remember my mom like years later she told me the story of I went to my um, oh no it was my cousins but we went to their house and they had like a tire outside we were doing this game where everyone was pretending to drive and I was five and I got up to drive and I sat in like you know the imaginary driver's seat and I was like fuck off fuck you fuck off for fuck's sake no because as a child that's how I thought you drove because that's what because that's how your dad was. drove that's how my dad drove love it so it's his it's if I curse a lot it's his fault but sometimes I do watch clips back from stand-up and I'm like oh, I was cursing too much there it might have come across not bad manners but like aggressive I'm using it nearly as punctuation sometimes and I'm like I I get that because I do definitely feel policed by the online my language has changed an awful lot online because people are like is there any need for that and it's made me think about it in a different way as to well is it needed and I think some people sound really good cursing and other people just don't maybe like it is genuinely down to to tone and who it suits. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's tone. I think if someone's aggressively, if somebody's aggressively cursing at you and they're, you know, it's fuck you. But if somebody is kind of, you know, they're slagging you and go, oh, fuck you. It's it's a different, it means something completely different, doesn't it? It is, but sometimes, you know, I, I really do hate them. It just doesn't suit you. The cursing doesn't suit you. I'm like, who, who doesn't suit? Stephen Fry, that's who it suits. Like, that's just it. Stephen Fry, Hugh Grant. Yes. So do you have to be a very polite person to get away with enormous amounts of cursing? I don't think so. <laughs> Colin Farrell in intermission? Well. Are there any women? Are, we, are there any women who we like curses? Oh, I know. I can't remember her name the second, but Mar. She was on the late late the other week. English. Miriam. 
Margot. I couldn't, I just couldn't reach for her name there for some reason. Unbelievable. And there, I'm trying to find it here. There was a report this week where a judge in the UK has said the F word is a normal everyday vocab now because someone was giving out about someone saying the F word in court. He was like, no, that's part of vocabulary now. I'm not going to ask oh, okay. him to retract that statement. I'm Googling here frantically, holding a microphone, trying to go, there, I need the quote. I need the quote. Um, a judge had said no. While she's folding clothes and shoving them in a fucking bag. Imagine. We're not far off, babe. Oh, yes. We're not far off. There was a reason I was talking about this, and that was because a, a survey was released. Yeah. In little old Ireland. And I think we've all worked in retail. I loved working in retail, but now 83% of retail workers in Ireland have experienced harassment, either verbal or physical, from customers. And it feels like it's getting more aggro in shops and no one has the time. And well, I could just do this online. I heard I heard someone saying that to someone, you know, I could just go online. And they were like, okay. Like it's it's that thing of saying to a teacher, "Well, I'm paying your wages." She was like, "Okay, okay, I don't know what to I don't know what to say here." Oh, I just thought it was so. It wasn't just rude; it was abhorrent to be like, yes. "I can go online," and if I start shopping online, you don't have a job. These people, yeah, Jesus, because I sure you know I worked in Timber Trove not that long ago. Sorry. I worked in Timber Trove. You, you, I've worked in, understand, all those words. Oh, I've and worked Two in words came t- together. Timber like when you Trove. said Ungabar, I was like, that's not oh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to work out what Gwailga words you're saying right now. So I worked in uh, a coffee shop called Timber Trove. So I talk about it in my stand-up set. It's a coffee shop that sells sheds. Because you know the way you'd be getting a cappuccino and you're like, yeah, fuck it, I'll get a shed on the side. Anyway, I worked there. Hold on. I've seen your stand-up show. What are you talking about? Timber Joe. Was I that drunk? In my 30s, in my 30s, I worked in like, you know, this coffee shop, right? And it really was. Some people were so nice and so just treated you like a normal human being human? other people so rude and you're like you know she's like, oh, da, 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 da. you're like bitch that bacon came in a fucking bag here this morning and was heated up if you think that you're a food critic you can kiss my fucking hole you dozy bitch like the fucking snot and you're like Right, you're in a coffee, sh- you're in a, sorry, you're in a fucking coffee shop. Would you like to, like, and I don't even make the food, but I'm just like, gee bag alert, gee, 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 gee bag alert. The fucking one that cracks me is when I worked in the pub. Who thinks they're going to a gourmet experience in a place called Timber Trove? It feels like either a Mills and Boone like Stacy goes to Timber Trove or, or or a porn. Like I don't know what like to make. it's de- it's fucking deli food. Do you know what I mean? Just oh like, yeah. It's cost cutter with seeds. Cost the fuck on, right? You're paying for the view. 
you're paying for the thing. But I worked at a pub, the one that used to always crack me up was. So I made sure to never do this, even if I'm blackout, I will never do this. The amount of women that fucking accosted me for taking glasses of melted ice. <laughs> so that's that finished. Like, as if you're some sort of thick. But Emma, it's not finished. It's not. You're like, okay, last orders was called fucking 45 minutes ago, bitch. <laughs> Sorry, I said. Just like, fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, like, the type of people who's like, no offense, but still ring their local taxi firm, haven't progressed onto a fucking app, and they're there giving out you about you taking away eyes. Like, Look, you need to concentrate on getting a taxi. That's your main issue now. I was drinking that. They took my drink. Then you're Don't up to the, bar. the app. They, she took, she took my full drink. I had a full drink. And she took it. She took it. She took it. I had, I had my own ice cubes, the plastic. Did you not cubes. hear that chap stomping around the bar for the last 20 minutes, screaming? Last words. Seriously, fuck off. I'm a drinker. Because the things, if that's. It's my handbag, it's in your hands. It's in your hands. In your hands. <laughs> I think. I do think everyone should have to work in a nightclub at one stage in their life oh. because there are no such thing as manners when it's 10 to 2 in the morning. People are just fighting for survival. And I worked, I worked, I was being trolled by that. So there was a group of us. We all worked in a nightclub in uh, called Trinity Rooms. The girls were all working behind the bar. There was five of us, five, five, five or six of us. Everyone else is working behind the bar. Sorry, Our other friend is, this is a, going... This is not Coyote Ugly. No, I, I know. Wait, no, no, no. No, no, One of our friends is going out with the fella who's the manager. I always, am in the toilet. someone going out with the manager. I'm in... There's always someone going out with the manager. I'm in the toilets. That was my job. The toilets. So I'm the person who has to stand in there. I used to bring in books to read. And Jer, my manager... Found out and he walked into the toilets because I'd be there from nine o'clock at night. And he'd come in and he'd take my books off me. So I would just have to stand there staring into space until drunk people started arriving in at half 12 at night. At night. And to say that I have seen liquids of all colours coming out of every orifice of people's bodies that I have had to climb over stall doors to break into other stalls as girls have their tops over their heads, their pants on the ground. There's nothing going on in between. And they've somehow fit themselves behind the cistern in the loo. It is the grimmest form of humanity. Having Isn't it a beautiful thing though? I'll never get tired of seeing it. Isn't it a beautiful thing to see one girl? She's sick in her hair, in absolute bits, and her friend telling her, it's okay, you're okay, and trying to like wash it under the tap. Isn't it just a beautiful thing? The positivity from that friend to tell her, it's okay. 
to have to be the hype woman for the girl who's puked all over the sink. You're going to have to puke. I had to clean up the puke. It was my job to clean up the puke and to be like, you can go back out there. Don't worry about it. It was so grim, so much so that eventually after this trolling, they put me in the they put me in the VIP room Um, there. I was a waitress in the VIP room. I was heading off to I was trying to make money to go to Australia and I made so many like I was making I could make 400 quid a night in tips. I'd say there was a good bit of fingering in the VIP section, wasn't there? <laughs> so much. So much. And you'd be, it depended on where they stood because the poor bouncers would be like, okay, what sort of crowd do we have in? Yeah. And the lads were the nicest lads in the entire world. Like I, they were so fabulous, the bouncers there. And they'd be like, what sort of, what sort of crowd do we have here tonight? And I'd be like, you're all right, don't worry about it. And the next thing they'd be standing there going, Oh God, Mayday. Oh God, Mayday. Oh God, Mayday. Because they're the ones who have to go over and say, Yeah. You're right there, folks. Can you break it up, please? And extract. But did you ever think as well, like, not you, but other people, like when a fast song came on, you're like, oh, Jesus, that word girl. You know what I mean? Because like the rhythm of the song, it really depended on what song it was. You'd be helping for a bit of Celine Dion or something. <laughs> <laughs> Turn out fucking scooter will come on you're like fuck. <laughs> I mean, sir, have a bit of manners. Always have BG staying alive in your head. If we've learned anything in life. <laughs> That's what you do for sex ed in voice sectors, because just play that song on a loop until it just fucking gets soaked into their consciousness that's all they need just oh my god <laughs> it's the class swaying just like, okay think about it though do the sway there it's fine okay everybody you're all fine don't go with the beat bg's thing well, at least awesome, know what song you're going to be humming on the plane <laughs> <laughs> Large wine and the BGs. Oh, Jesus. Come here, we better let you go pack because you're up to high dough. I'm up to high dough. And, uh, and it's all, this is, we had I have lots of things to say about manners and facts and figures and life, but I'm going to take my leave because too, too. I want another glass of wine, to be perfectly frank. Do yeah, I have to I think setting in. I don't. Honestly, I think that's what's wrong for me. She's gone flippy. I don't, as someone who doesn't really put on fake tan, I don't put on fake tan for a skiing holiday, right? No, no, I no. think, I think leave it. Like it's, it's it. about I, minus 11. I barely 11. put it on now. I mean, it's I, about minus 11. Um, it has been a pleasure. Uh, thank you for I listening always. to this lovely episode. And um, Emma, tickets available? Oh, yes. Emma Doran, comedy.com. I'd love to see you there. My tummy is actually sore from that laugh. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good thing, right? I know, yeah. That's a good thing. This yeah, is I enjoyed one, it. I hope, I hope you listener enjoyed it. This is the one day that you haven't shouted at the end of an episode, something that I'm doing in my life. And it's the one day you can actually say it. I've had to edit you for the last three weeks. 
and she's saying nothing. Where is going to be hosting the gossies and I'm fucking red and I keep shouting about it every episode and she has to keep taking it out. I'm going to be there. I don't know what I'm going to wear. I've made it about me. You have an invite. Have you been invited? No. I better fucking... uh, I better be. I'd love to go. (laughs) You are. You're invited. It's okay. I'm going to be your hype woman at the side of the stage, but I'm going to have the stick in my hair. That's the difference. (laughs) Because you'll be walking, you'll be walking. I just wonder, I just I just want to bring loads of plastic bags and see if you rob any of the food if we place them in front of you. Sorry, that's my main thing when I go to think, well, okay, I'm not going to finish that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta give all the right. the what day um, is it on? The gassies. Fourth, the fourth of March. 4th of March, it's so soon. It is so soon. And I don't know what I'm going to be uh, doing. It'll be great fun. Listen, uh, uh, subscribe. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I don't can know. I, can I, um, can you get me an award for something? I've never won. I've never won an award. Can I not? Yeah, it was kind of my time. I just feel like it's my time. <laughs> so a lot of people are saying. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, my mom, my mom has been saying it for fucking 30 years. I had to take I had to take out a really funny line last week well, that Emma said. What's they say? They're like, can I not get the award for a comedian that's in the country? Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> comedian that's in the country and wanted to come. <laughs> Emma Doran. Oh my god, guys, thank you so much. And everyone was like not paying attention to me at all and just filming the food on the table. So hashtag gussies, hashtag gussies. I'll pave, <laughs> I'll pave the way because I'll know if you won and I'll pave the way with food in plastic stocking bags. No, let's fucking, let's turn this thing on its head and rig the whole fucking thing. Let's get an award for me, for Tommy, <laughs> for Alan, for the housemate. Fuck it, come on. Let's get him an award too. Everyone. Fanta up on stage getting an award, Mam of the Year. We'll just throw it in. Let's, we'll all come on. This will be your wedding. Fuck it. <laughs> Let's make it your wedding and we'll call it the Gossies. Put the bill on them. We'll have a great night. Yeah. Cassie think? has been sitting quietly, not even on the screens. Cassie, who records this for us, and it's <laughs> just popped up going, I want one, thanks. Oh, an invite. You come, Cassie, of course. <laughs> I think well, she wants an award. Um, uh, I have. She an wants award. an award. Oh, you want an award? Cassie wants an award. Cassie wants an award for creepy recording. <laughs> yeah, no, we're thinking of an, of an award. Cassie Delaney, creepy recording. I love it. Um, no, Cassie could win the award for advocate for mushrooms. Wouldn't that be good? <laughs> she likes doing shrooms. <laughs> I think you do go PR for them though. And she doesn't like it. You know, it's funny. Or we mentioned it. She was straight in there with the messages going, I want one too. And now you said that about her. Defamed her character. Not a peep. It's fine. It's not defamatory in that. High court. No, I'll take it, she said. She said, I'll take it. No, it'll be um, a great night for me and Cassie, I think. And um, there's already buzz. 
If I don't win an award, I'll be fucking fuming. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, we're gonna wrap this up. I have been Maureen O'Connell, and the comedian who lives in Ireland currently and wanted to come, who has the most freckles and the most children, goes to. <laughs> Jojo okay. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> She's got two. You're fine. That's why I'd be kicking up. Was I'm like, my three, what the fuck? Different dads, but fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Still counts, fuck you. Right. Oh, that um, would be amazing. <laughs> With the same father. That <laughs> Imagine. Imagine. I've been Rita Channel. I've been Emma Dorm. And this has been. And another thing. Different stuff is Okay, bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.